Hi, and welcome to the Movement Diaries, a no-holds-barred podcast where we'll unpack all things exercise and movement within the world of the no-pain, no-gain fitness culture. Hosted by me, movement coach Jordana Edelstein, we'll dive into why exercise has notoriously become all about self-punishment, fixing what's wrong with how your body looks, and burning off last night's pizza rather than simply feeling good and strong in your own skin. Let's have some honest, candid conversations about how to shift the all-or-nothing mindset around fitness and reclaim movement and exercise as a way to feel capable, confident, and empowered in your own body and mind. Ready to break the rules of exercise with me? Let's get started. Hey friends, it's episode 48 of the Movement Diaries, and this is the first episode I'm recording from my new little office space up in our attic. So I think the sound will be pretty good. Of course, my microphone has decided to just stop working. I don't know why. I can't figure it out. So I'm hoping the sound is still going to be as good on these next couple of episodes while I work to figure out why my computer has randomly decided not to recognize my microphone. And of course, Google is no help. So if anyone out there listening happens to be a tech expert, reach out. Um, So today, so this episode is going to air... I think on October 18th. And so the timing is so perfect to talk about Halloween candy. Um, This is a topic I really wanted to address this season. And I'm going to talk about it from a couple of different perspectives. Um, And also not just Halloween itself, but kind of what this represents, which is sort of like trigger foods. Um, Because this is, you know, we're coming into holiday season, which can sometimes be a tough time of year for everyone in terms of eating. Um, but this stuff happens all the time, every day. And the first thing I wanted to talk about was sort of this idea of priming your environment. Very simply, that means keeping things around or not keeping things around your house where you spend your time that sort of set you up for success with the behaviors and the habits that you want to work on. So in the case of Halloween candy, obviously, If Halloween candy has been a real struggle for you, meaning having it in the house is a distraction, you're thinking about it, you know it's there, it's um, hard not to eat tons and tons of it at once, then it's probably a better idea not to buy it until the day before or maybe even the day of. Um, And this is not ultimately the long-term solution for this, but because Halloween can be kind of overwhelming because it's so much Um, it's not like with Halloween, you can buy like one serving of something, right? Halloween is like kind of a holiday of excess and volume. And obviously if you have kids, um, your kids are super involved and because it's not just on the front end of Halloween with the candy you're giving out, it's the back end with all the candy that your kids bring home. And that's the part that you can't control. Um, you know, Ben obviously goes trick-or-treating. He's nine. He's lo- he loves it. He comes home and there's tons of candy in the house for weeks. Um, so, but on the front end leading up to it, we never buy Halloween candy up until a couple of days before. Now, one, I, I have dealt with my issues on this, but <laughs> Danny will tend to eat a lot of it. Ben will want to eat it. And it's just like, we don't, we already keep candy in the house year round that, um, you know, I have stuff for myself. Ben has stuff for himself. It's just, there's no reason to like have it around. So that would be kind of before leading up a suggestion on the back end when it's around, if you have kids, um, I don't think that 
ruling things out and restricting and saying, I'm not going to eat any Halloween candy is a good idea because that puts, it's the all or nothing mindset, right? It kind of labels Halloween candy as bad. And then if you do end up having some, there's guilt and shame involved because you told yourself you wouldn't. So telling yourself that you won't have any, I don't think is the best approach. Um, I think you need to really think about what are your favorite kinds? Like look through that giant pumpkin or the bag or whatever your kid has. And when you want something like really think about what do I actually enjoy? And here's the thing. I don't want you to think about this in terms of like, what is worth the calories? I actually don't really like that frame, like that way of thinking. It's not about the calories. It's about what you're going to enjoy. If you enjoy something, it is worth it in every kind of respect. If you don't enjoy it, then it's not worth it. It's about the experience for you and what you like. Not about like, yeah, this this is like worth the calories or not worth the calories. It's about your experience. Like as a human being, do I like this? Do I not like this? And, you know, I think a lot of us like think we like certain types of candy and it's the idea, like it's Halloween candy and it's the little packages and there's so many options and it's like all these fun little things. And I, I'm with you. Like when people say, oh, they're just small versions of candy bars you can buy in the grocery store all the time. Yes, obviously that is true, but the experience is very different because it's having like, it's so many options sitting in front of you at one time. It's like every type of candy you could ever want. It's all like right there for you. And there's something like really fun and kind of cool about that. And there's also something for some people like really scary and stressful and uh, anxiety driving about that. Um, So if it is in your house, I encourage you maybe to identify, like list off, what are your three favorite types of Halloween candy, right? For me, I love milk duds. So candies that I really never often have, milk duds and Whoppers are like my favorite. I love Whoppers. I never buy them because like I never really want them, but then that little box with those three little Whoppers, actually it's not the box, it's that little um, little plastic sheath and there's three Whoppers right in a row, comes around and Ben saves saves them for me. But like a Snickers, a Milky Way, um, certainly a Three Musketeers, that stuff I'm just not interested in because I just don't enjoy it. But the Milk Duds and the Whoppers, I really, really enjoy. So I will take one or two of those. And what you want to do is you want to identify the stuff that you really love, not that you just like, that you love. And you want to sit down with it, sit at the table, open it up and take a bite and enjoy it and pay attention. What's the texture? What's the flavor? Um, you know, how much are you enjoying it? Pause, take a breath after you swallow and have another bite. The same practice that I've talked about applying towards every eating situation applies here. And when you can really pause, instead of just standing in front of the cabinet and like, you know, shoving it in mindlessly, which a hundred percent is going to end up lead to overeating. If you, if you practice these tools of awareness and slow eating, you will A, enjoy it more, and B, because of that, you won't need or want to eat as much as you think that you do, as you're afraid of thinking that you do, which is so much a part of this. And so then we start to prove to ourselves, oh, I can do this. I can have this around and it can be okay. Now, you know, if having tons and tons of candy on the back end, like after Halloween, 
is a problem for you, is creating like a lot of anxiety, is creating a lot of stress. If you are like, if you are finding yourself binge eating it, get rid of some of it, right? Keep some for your kids. If it's like so much, it depends. I don't know, you know, some kids get tons and tons and some kids just get kind of like a moderate amount. You know, if there's a way to give it away to someone, um, it's also okay to throw things in the garbage. I'm giving you permission to do that. I think a lot of us have a lot of guilt about throwing food away. Um, but if you eat that food be in a way that is um, not good for your body in terms of your relationship with food, like if you are binge eating candy, or you're eating it because it's there, or you're eating it when you don't enjoy it, that's the same thing as throwing it away, except you're using your body as a garbage can. So I want you to think about that. You're either throwing it into the garbage where it's not impacting your body at all, or you're using your body as the garbage can for the food. So either way, it's getting thrown away. But one way is beneficial to you and one way is not. And to be honest, like if you throw some of it away, your kids probably won't notice. And if they do, like, I don't know, they'll get over it. Like sometimes, you know, we have to do things for ourselves. And I'm not saying get rid of all of it and take it away from your kids. I'm saying like, get rid of some of it, maybe. Um, I don't like, I don't think that hiding it, I just, I don't, I don't think that stuff, I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking through this like out loud as I'm talking and I just, I don't really think that hiding it, like saying, okay, it's in the house, but I don't know where it is. I don't know. If it works for you, you could try that. Um, You know, Halloween, again, it's tricky because it's like your kid's thing and it's like, obviously you want them to enjoy it, but it brings up, can bring up a lot of stuff for you too. And so, you know, I think that this kind of brings up a bigger conversation just in terms of trigger foods in general. I did a post about this by the time this airs a month ago about candy corn, which is a Halloween seasonal food. And I used to have, I mean, I would buy bags of candy corn and walk out of Dwayne Reed in the city and eat the whole bag within like a 10 block block and then feel terrible, obviously feel sick physically, feel guilt, feel shame, feel embarrassed skip meals for the rest of the day to balance out the calories. And I air quote balance, swear that I would never do that again because of how I made me feel. It was going to make me gain weight and how embarrassed I was, even though I didn't tell anyone about it. Obviously it's just, it's shame. And then I would do it again a week later. And the way that I built up my, um, my skill set around this And this is kind of like the bigger picture thing. It's not necessarily something you could do with Halloween, again, because Halloween is like so much and because it's much more of like your kids are involved, but is to identify and choose one food for you that you have struggled with in the past that has tend to be like a binge food for you or something that you felt that the food had the control and you didn't have the control and get one small portion size. So whether it's a smaller bag of that thing, or it's a single serving, or if it's a thing that comes in that, that doesn't even come like that, like if it's like a pint of ice cream, like scooping it out, scooping out a little bit and like saving that little bit and throwing the rest away to start, to be perfectly honest. Um, so something where the amount that you have in the house is small, because that just, again, you're priming your environment. We have to do this bit by bit. I don't believe that you go from um, binge eating, let's say you know, cookies and cream ice cream to not binge eating it by keeping a gallon of that ice cream in the house all the time. 
you have to baby step it. It's like graded exposure, This, which is a um, kind of a technique and approach that's used in so many different paradigms. Um, but you have to allow yourself or give yourself just a little bit at a time and get comfortable with that. So whatever the food is for you, buy a, this kind of the smallest size portion that's available. And if it's still huge, buy it, make a small size portion and throw the rest away. And then you take a portion of that and you sit at the table and you do the things I already talked about. You take a bite. What does it feel like in your mouth? What is the texture? What is the flavor? How are you feeling in your body? Are you actually enjoying this thing, right? Do you actually enjoy this food or you, do you just think you enjoy it or does it serve some other purpose, which is entirely possible? Kind of going back to Halloween candy, I think there's, you know, like a lot of kind of emotional things there. And then you swallow, you take a breath and you take another bite and you repeat that process. But you don't just take a bite because it's in front of you. You take a bite because you actually want to have another bite of that food because you don't yet feel satisfied. And when you slow things down like this and you pay attention, that's the only way to learn how you feel satisfied. You can't learn when you're satisfied if you are, um, you know, in front of a TV, always on your phone, practicing this while being with like huge groups of people. Obviously you want to be able to apply this in all situations, but when you're first learning the skill, you need to be on your own at a table, being able to really focus on this one thing. So that then when you're in those situations later on, it becomes much easier to apply. Um, and you do this bit by bit. You have that one food in the house and you keep practicing this until you feel comfortable with that food. That could be a very long time. It could be weeks. It could be months. It, it really varies. Once you start to feel comfortable, then maybe you start keeping either more of that food in the house or you move on to the next food. So it's slowly bit by bit by bit. Um, and again, Halloween is tough because Halloween is like this onslaught. It's kind of this very condensed period. It's so much. It's like volume. And so it's hard to, uh, Halloween is not the time to necessarily practice like work on your trigger food per se, but it is always a time to practice that skill of attention and noticing and being slow when you do choose to eat that candy. Um, so I hope this is helpful. This is definitely like a really kind of tactical episode. I haven't really done many of these, but Halloween candy is such a thing. And, you know, and I also just want to address, like, you'll start to see I feel like all like these memes and things on social media about like, oh, how many calories are in this? And what do I need to do to, to burn it off? And you'll see a lot of like the, the good, like smart, supportive trainers will say like, it doesn't matter, eat it and move on. But, and yes, a hundred percent, I agree with that. There's also like another side to it. Yes, eat it. But when you're eating it, work on these skills when you can, right? Eat slowly, pay attention. Do I really enjoy this or am I eating it just because it's Halloween candy? Because it has sort of that like gold shiny object thing around it because it's this cute little small packaging and because I get to pick it in this in this experience and it's not the same as going and buying a candy bar at the grocery store, which is like really not that fun. Like there's something very fun and exciting, I think, about like Halloween candy and like, oh, what's in the bag and what's in the box and like, you know, and that's wonderful. So enjoy that. Don't deprive yourself of that experience, but make sure that when you're actually eating the thing that you're truly enjoying it, right? So just because you take a bite of something doesn't mean you have to finish it. You might take a bite and be like, I don't enjoy this. 
And again, it's not about saying, oh, this isn't worth the calories. It's not worth me eating something that I don't enjoy. Like you're a human being. You get to choose what you put in your mouth. Everything you put in your mouth, you can enjoy. You don't have to ever eat something that you don't like. There are enough variety of foods out there that you can always, always enjoy what you eat. And in fact, need to in order to have a sustainable relationship with food. So this is a long solo episode. I'm going to cap it here. Um, Thank you for listening. More soon. Happy Halloween. Love to hear what your favorite Halloween candy is too. So if you're listening, drop me a note on Instagram, shoot me an email and have an awesome day. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Movement Diaries. If you love this episode or are enjoying this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want more information or want to learn more about me or anything I offer, you can check me out on Instagram. My handle is just my first name and my last name, Jordana Adelstein. Website is the same thing. I have lots of free classes and tutorials and I'm always sharing. I'm on Instagram pretty much every day sharing what's going on in my life and how to make movement and exercise a more joyful part of your routine. Again, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.